You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. I vividly remember the angriest I have been in my life. I am not an angry person. You can probably guess from my tone of voice. I'm a pretty happy person. I am glass half full, 100%. But this instant, I remember it. Oof, I was seeing red. I was standing in my room looking at my toddler who had just burst in the room and woken up his three-month-old brother who I had just spent half an hour trying to get to sleep. And I was live. I was just so angry. I was like, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of this house because I am way too angry. And yeah, um, so if you, you know the rage, if you have gotten a baby down and your toddler comes in just... It's just, ah, I mean, my blood is boiling right now remembering that. So this episode, it has been highly requested. Uh, Some tips for dealing with sleep when you have more than just the one baby. Also, hot thing, I have had a lot of people message me and tell me that they can barely hear me, that my voice is too soft on the podcast, and I appreciate it. Please keep giving me feedback because I am just learning. I am doing all this just my brother-in-law helps me figure it out and so actually he helped me figure out how to make it a little louder so please let me know if this is better i am trying to get rid of other annoying noises that you might hear as well but again oh and i keep moving my my voice out of the way so i'm gonna keep trying to look into the microphone as i speak um so yeah all feedback is always welcome if you have ideas uh, or anything you really want an episode on, just just send me a message. Always available, babysleepanswers.com slash contact or again on Instagram, babysleepanswers. But let's get right to it. My best tips for dealing with sleep when you have more than one adorable little creature who is fighting sleep. A tip I was always told was to try to line up their sleep so they're sleeping the same. And I hear a lot of people getting the same tip because I'll get a lot of DMs, lots of emails saying, hey, how do I get my six-month-old to nap at the same time as my two-year-old? Because that would be so much better. And I'm always like, oh, well, their sleep needs are different. Six-month-olds usually need two to three naps, and a two-year-old usually only needs one nap. So I don't think that can be our goal necessarily. You know, sometimes we can line things up, wake one kid a little bit earlier than the other and have, you know, baby's second nap be toddler's only nap or toddler nap a little bit earlier if toddler is not too sensitive. But the main, main thing I want to stress is that each baby, each kiddo is going to have their own sleep needs. And the better we can respect that, figure that out and then respect that, the better both of them are going to sleep at night. You can aim to have about the same bedtime. You just have to shift things around and so that's how you get the most sleep. But just to wipe the slate clear, you can't always aim to have them nap at the same time. And that's okay. It sucks. Trust me, I was there. Um, at one point in my life, I had a kid who was napping um, 9 to 10. And then the other kid was napping 11 to 1. And then the first kid would go back and sleep 1 to 3 or whatever it was. And I was basically just stuck at home trying to get naps in and I didn't go anywhere for like five months but five months is gone we're not there anymore I only have one kid who barely naps she just needs 10 minutes now and the other two are just on like energizer bunnies the entire day so I'm like kind of thinking back wishing they would just go to sleep and I could deal with one at a time but let's keep going for the tips 
Okay, so the main, main problem with having two kiddos in sleep is dealing with a toddler while you're trying to get a baby to sleep. So some tips for that. One, work on toddler's independence as much as you can. Find something that really entertains them, whether that's Legos, I mean, Duplos, uh, if they like looking at books, even screen time, you know, five, 10 minutes on Disney Plus is not going to damage their brains. Find something they can do for five, 10 minutes and then focus on them doing that with you kind of around and then make yourself a little scars, scarce. Just don't be in the room while they do it and then practice that. If you can practice that before baby gets there, ideal. But if you're already in the, you know, and stuck with a baby and a toddler that doesn't know how to be by themselves, just work on independence. And, you know, a way to work on independence is also to spend a good five minutes with them and then inch yourself out of the room. And that works for a lot of kids. For some other kids that are more nervous or more attached, that might not work. And so you can use a timer. You can set up a timer and tell them, hey, look at this timer. I'll be back when this rings. And you better be back when it rings. But they can wait for you with a timer. Or the other way around, you can play with them. It's like, hey, I can play with you for three minutes. And when it rings, I have to go do dishes. And then I'll be back. And you just work on independence. It's not something that you can work on overnight, but it's every single day you're working on them being a little bit more independent so that when you have to leave them to put baby down, it's not, you know, my gosh, it's the first time mom's ever left me and I don't know what to do with myself, but they've had some practice at being by themselves. Obviously, this is a lot easier when you know when you're expecting sleep. So this is where wake windows come in clutch. If you know your baby has been awake for 35 minutes and they can only handle about 50 minutes, you know you need to be in the room in 10 minutes. So that's when you start setting up, oh, hey, in five minutes, I'm going to go, right? So the more aware you are of your newborn's needs, you can more easily prep your toddler for that. So if you haven't listened to my wake, wake windows podcast, go to that. If you want a free download of a wake window chart you can just print out then go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast or a cute one also it's on my etsy babysleepanswers um but enough of me trying to tell you to do stuff just the more aware you are when baby will need stuff will need sleep or need a feeder or whatever that's when you can use these tools something else you can do is have quiet time during those naps. My episode on quiet time is coming soon, but basically it's when a toddler is by themselves and they're used to being by themselves in the room in a safe space and you can time it so that whenever it's time for baby to sleep, oh, it's quiet time, go to your room, you know what to do. Again, that episode is coming soon. Now, one big problem is that newborns take a lot of naps and you know, maybe you're lucky you have a newborn that takes only three naps and they're all two hours long, so you don't have to worry about this as much, but some newborns thrive on little 30 minute naps and all around the day. And so for those newborns, I do recommend wearing them, holding them, walking them on a stroller for at least one, if not two of those naps, because if you're in your room the entire day trying them to get them to sleep, that's just so stressful, one. And two, that's just a lot of time you're not spending with your toddlers, a lot of time your toddlers, you know, figuring out what's happened, trying to do something and you could get in trouble too. So in the beginning, in the first few months, just focus on getting one nap in the crib if that's your goal to have independent sleep and the other ones don't worry about it just wear them to sleep nurse them and rock them to sleep have them sleeping on a docotot next to you with toddler it's okay if not every nap is in a crib nothing is going to go bad it's definitely going to depend on your toddler's personality of course but some toddlers are really really good at helping and being quiet and so 
you know, for some of my naps with my second one, I'd have my first kid just sitting in there quietly. And he knew that if he was quiet, he could stay in there. And if he was not quiet, he had to leave the room. And so for a lot of naps, he just sat next to the crib as I tried to get his brother to sleep. Now, (laughs) I could have never done this if it was talking about my third kid with my second kid because my second kid is crazy and I would never try that. So it's really also just about getting to know your kiddo, getting to know how they can be and what you can expect of them. And that's going to be a lifelong thing, obviously getting to know them, but you know their little things, you know what makes them tick, you know how long they can wait and don't push those buttons, but stretch them out as much as you can. I know that kind of sounds contradictory, but basically work on independence while you get your baby to sleep once or twice a day. As far as bedtime goes, something really nice, I think God made it this way, uh, newborns don't need sleep until later, like 10, 11 p.m., which is annoying if it's your first kid and you just want to go to sleep. But when it's your second or third kid, you realize that gives you, you're not worrying about bedtime while you're worried, or you can spend time on your toddler preschooler's bedtime. So you can spend time with your toddler and preschooler and then do newborn bedtime, which is kind of annoying because you just want to go to sleep, but it's also nice because you do get to focus more on each bedtime. Did you know that similarly, teenagers have a later bedtime and some scientists believe it's because it's adolescent need for independence so adults have an earlier need for sleep than adolescents and so they stay up late just a fun fact about sleep mainly this comes down to what i always say get to know your kiddos get to know their needs and respect those as much as possible and when you when people ask me who should i prioritize i usually prioritize the toddler (laughs) because the toddler usually only has one nap a day so you want to make sure that happens and they have a lot more emotions and they can be a lot louder And so we want to prioritize their sleep first, make sure that's perfect or getting close to perfect and then focus on newborn for, you know, newborns can usually be fed to sleep, nursed to sleep, rocked to sleep a lot easier than toddlers can. So even if they're overtired, you can usually deal with them a lot easily, more, a lot more easy, a lot easier. (laughs) Now, of course there are some, you know, tamer toddlers and so you might want to prioritize the baby, but in general, I would rather deal with an overtired newborn than an overtired toddler and so I usually say make sure you prioritize all of toddlers sleep needs and then when you can focus on your newborn sleep needs now of course this is going to go back and people are going to say are you kidding me I don't want to have a screaming newborn and not be able to pay attention to my toddler so I don't mean absolutes obviously everything in moderation Something I also did definitely do was have a lot of play dates at my house. And so I would tell my friend, sorry, can you watch my toddler for 10 minutes while I put baby down? And my friends were more than happy to do that. And so that really, really helped out. It didn't work out as much during the pandemic, obviously. But by that point, my husband was home and there were two adults to two kids and it was a lot more doable. One last thing I'll say is that this is very short in the span of life. And I know that's annoying to hear when you're in it. And I don't mean like, oh, enjoy it. This time goes by so fast, but more like, just know it's not going to be like this forever. It really isn't. Right now, it's very, very stressful. I completely relate to anyone that says getting baby down is hard when you have a toddler to worry about a thousand percent. But do know it does get better. This time will pass. There will be a time when they all rest around the same time 
and all you can do really right now is love on them and do your best and even if baby isn't having perfect naps and sleeping perfectly at night it's gonna get better it really there just is now of course the best thing you can do is definitely work on basics of sleep you know as much as you can and that's gonna help you sleep at night and the more you sleep at night the better your mood you're in and the better you can handle two kiddos at the same time two three four kiddos and so of course as always I do recommend if you need a consultation with me or just get one of my courses or even just sign up to get my free tips on every month I don't think I've explained this very well but basically you put in your baby's name and age and every month when they turn their next month age so like when they're five months old you'll get an email saying hey your baby's five months this is probably what they're doing here are some tips for their sleep here are some resources some blogs or some podcasts that could help you at this time and it's all free so make sure you sign up babysleepanswers.com slash podcast